Hello and welcome to another Tabletop Games Blog Saturday Review. Another year has gone by and a lot has happened, both in the world at large as well as in the board game hobby. Exhibitions were attended, games were played, articles were written, podcasts were recorded and plenty of other exciting things happened. So let me share with you some of the highlights for me from 2022 and also give you an update on the financial situation of the blog. Events and Exhibitions After a long time of abstinence, 2022 was the year when I felt it was safe enough to return to attending some of the UK exhibitions that I had missed so much. Aircom was back in March, which now seems a very long time ago. You can read more in my review of the event, but let me give you a quick overview here. The exhibition at the Harrogate Convention Centre is always a long way away for me. I always drive the five hours each way, splitting up the journey at around the three-hour mark for a cup of coffee and some food. Setting off really early from home means I usually get harrogated around lunchtime. As you can imagine, I'm always quite tired by that point, but it was so wonderful to see people playing board games at the open gaming tables and making my way around the halls to say hello to people. It was wonderful to finally meet Rodney Smith from Watch It Played in person. When he spotted me, he came over to say hello and give me a hug, which was really lovely of him. He took his time to have a chat and take a photo. It was also great to see Paula Deming again, even though only briefly. I was lucky to play a game of a rail with her in 2020. She was just having a bite to eat between the many events she was part of, so it was a quick hello, but it was really lovely to see her again. The whole event was really well planned and everyone was made to feel as comfortable as possible despite everyone being worried about Covid. Everyone seemed to have a great time and even though I didn't get a chance to play any games, except Strike, it was so much fun to be back at Aircon. In June of 2022, my friend Tom and I made our way up to the Birmingham NEC to attend UK Games Expo, the second and last event I attended this year. We drove up again and stayed in a pretty little bed and breakfast nearby, which was right under the flight path. Luckily, planes stopped flying over around 11pm and we were out relatively late anyway, so it didn't matter too much. It was a two minute drive from the exhibition centre, so really convenient. You can read my detailed review to find out more, but I saw so many people and can't really list them all here, but let me mention the main people quickly now. James Naylor of Naylor Games. J.O. Baldwin, Jessica Metheringham from Descent Games, Paul Grogan of Gaming Rules, Bez from Stuff by Bez, Rory Muldoon and Matthew Dunstan of Postmark Games, Scott James of Minerva Tabletop, Robin Kay of Rune Sky, Nikita Sullivan from Attican Games, Gavin Jones of Jones Family Games Night, Reese Saunders and Rob Ingle from Stop, Drop and Roll, Rory O'Connor from Hub Games, Michael Fox from Wayfinder Games, Russ off for chits and giggles and many more. It was a huge event again and I finally got a chance to play some games after the exhibition also closed. It was even more special to have a good friend of mine along for the journey. Board games. I will not list all of the new games I played in 2022 but there were around 60 of them. On top of my weekly Tuesday night games group I also started a couple's night with our neighbours and our daughter rediscovered board games which is wonderful. 
In total, I got more than 350 plays in over the year and reached an age index of 9, meaning I played at least 9 games at least 9 times. The most played game of 2022 is Town 66, which is so quick and has such a wide appeal that it's really easy to get to the table. I would say 2022 was a really good year for board games. There have been many new and exciting games, as well as some not so great and rather disappointing ones, of course. As usual, there have been many new self-publishers joining the hobby. Some publishers that started out small in the last year or two have since grown and released more titles, while other well-established names have gone out of business. Overall though, I would say the industry is pretty healthy and has weathered the storm of the pandemic and economic downturn pretty well. That's not to say that we won't see more companies go into bankruptcy, but I think there is a trend of fresh ideas and people entering the industry, which is a positive in my mind. Podcasts Apart from continuing to release all of my written articles in audio format as well, I've been invited to become a permanent member of the Brain Race Board Game News Podcast. It is an honor to have been asked to help the team and inform the hobby about what's going on in the board game industry at large good, the bad and the ugly alike. I'm still finding my feet, but I hope I provide useful contributions and that my opinions are valued. The podcast has been going strong for many years and I've always admired how open and honest they present the news every two weeks. Finances So let me finish this article with some hard facts. Taking a page out of Brainway's book, I want to be open and honest about how much I spend on running the blog, how much I get in the form of review copies, press passes and similar, and allow you a behind-the-scenes look into how Tabletop Games Blog works. I never intended to make a profit from running the blog, even though that would be amazing of course, but I do need to pay for things such as blog hosting, software, equipment, new games, attending events and such. Let me also mention at this juncture that I do commercial work as Make My Game Travel and it's this work that I hope can eventually allow me to spend more time in the board game industry and less time at my day job. I don't know if I can ever afford to go full time with board game projects but it's something I'm trying to do. So if you need any help with English German or German English translations or localizations or if you know anyone who does, please get in touch with me. I've already completed two board game translations in 2022 and look forward to doing more work. Board games. I spent over £900 on over 40 games. That's a huge amount of money and really quite scary. I simply can't maintain this amount of spending going forward. I will try and get more review copies and also try and review more games that my friends have bought. Actually, let me thank my friends at this juncture for buying games and bringing them to our games night. It's been a huge help to allow me to continue to publish a new board game review every week. To try and recoup some of my spending, I started selling some of my games. I don't feel good about asking for money, but I just have to somehow offset the money I put towards new games. I was lucky to sell over 25 games and promos this year recouping around 360 quid after paying for postage, selling fees, etc. These were mostly smaller games, but it all added up. I still have more games up for sale, so feel free to take a look at tabletopgamesblog.com slash mygames. So if you take my sale income off my spend, 
I was able to reduce the cost of new games down to around £540. That's still a lot though. I did also get a number of review copies for free this year. Their retail value adds up to around £485, but I don't sell any of these games, because I feel it makes my reviews a little bit less independent. I know some of you will disagree with this, but there we are. I prefer to either pass my review copies onto other UK reviewers or to board game clubs or similar. Hosting, software, equipment, etc. Hosting my blog and paying for software and other equipment like a new microphone adds about to around £445 for 2022. I have set this expense with the financial support I get from my Patreon, Kofi supporters and sales of t-shirts, hoodies and such like through Sir Meeple. That added up to around £450 this year, meaning I can cover my costs in that respect, which is great. Of course, having more supporters is always great. So if you can afford to and want to support me, please have a look at my support page at tabletopgamesblog.com support. Events and exhibitions. Attending board game conventions in 2022 cost me around £340. That's for petrol, food, accommodation and such like. I did get free press passes with a face value of £85, but it's still quite a lot of money for me to go to these events. I do want to continue attending board game exhibitions in 2023, but I have to be selective of where I go and try and find opportunities where I get free accommodation or other pay to offset my costs. Marketing and advertising. I also spent £60 this year for new business cards and pin badges which I felt was important and led to some work for Make My Game Travel. So it was money well spent if you ask me. I also made around £110 in advertising income so this cost is definitely offset. Grand total. So overall I spent around £825 on the blog if you include everything. As I say, I don't sell my review copies and I can't buy anything for free press passes to exhibitions, but those do help, of course. At the end of the day, though, I can't continue to spend several hundred pounds every year to continue with the blog. I need to find other ways of reducing my costs and be more thrifty when it comes to finding games for review. Anyway, I hope you find this information useful and got an insight into how a tabletop games blog works. I definitely look forward to 2023. There are a number of games still making their way over to me and I can't wait to try them out. I also hope our weekly games group continues as well as the couples night. I'm also hoping to start a board game club at my local climbing gym which will give me the opportunity to introduce more people to our fantastic hobby. I hope you all have a wonderful New Year's Eve and I'll see you in 2023. Thank you for listening to this Tabletop Games Blog Saturday Review Podcast. Please check the description below for links mentioned in this episode as well as to the written version of this article on the blog. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us some stars or leave a review. Please also tell your friends about me and if you want to offer financial support, check out my Patreon Ko-fi pages, links to which you'll find in the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. So thank you again for listening and I hope to see you again soon. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my supporters. Royal Patron, Sean Newman. Magic Champion, John Risley. Castle Guards, David Miller and James Naylor. Dice Masters, Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and Robin Kay. 
Shining Lights, Gavin Jones, Vukasin Nizovic, Sarah Reed, Richard Simpson and Tim Wernick.